Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech. We caught up with Daniel Koenig from CNN Money Switzerland at the side of Voice of Fintech live speaker series, where we discussed the digitalization of the art business. And we just wanted to talk about a couple of key themes that we discussed here live. One of them is about digital platforms for the fine arts, in other words, the paintings. And my question for Tanya was, I read that um, big mega dealers like Kogosian invested in Artsy. Why did they invest in digital platforms? Aren't they worried about disruption or, or is there another angle that you think makes sense for them? If these digital platforms will disrupt the art market, then as a big mega dealer, you'd rather be there from the start and be part of that disruption than not, because right. then you're saving your business as well. And also, you also see a shift from, um, of course, you have these older traditional collectors that might still come to gallery and it's all based on, on personal connections. But you also want to tap into new markets. So these younger audiences, uh, younger consumers, they grew up uh, with Instagram, with their, with their phone, with every, all the information at the palm of their hands. So you want to, to tap in these markets too. Right. So it's basically about tapping into the new generation of the buyers, right? And getting there early. And then hopefully they grow with you and they become your big clients anyway. And also... Most of the art pieces that are sold are less than 5,000 US dollars. So in that market, probably the potential to sell an art piece through a digital platform is, is bigger than for a million dollars right. artwork. Okay, understood. And then, of course, we are in Switzerland and we are at 7 Friday, which is below the Trust Square, which is a well-known hub for blockchain startups. So we also talked about use cases for blockchain in the art business, and one of them is has to do with the provenance. Do you think that the blockchain can sort out the problem of whether I'm dealing with the fake or original painting? I would say blockchain certainly offers a solution to that problem because if you sell an art piece, you always need to make sure that you have the right to sell it, that it is authentic and that you know the history or you have the provenance. For instance, in an auction, you want to know who it belonged before also because this might increase the value or not. So. And often this information is very difficult to obtain because it has not been noted down. Or often the, the, the information uh, for these artworks are difficult to obtain, especially if an art piece has been there for a long time. How do you track this data? So then experts come in and they discuss and, and they might not find an agreement. And you as a buyer have to go with the expert or an auction house. You have to go with the expert that you trust the most. Uh, so having the blockchain and starting tracking the data from the beginning, that certainly can help. The other question is, will it be used? Because obviously right. there are players that might also or also profit from the lack of information. They make a business out of it that it's secretive and they might not have an interest that everything is so so transparent. But how it can help? I mean, the solution is that, for instance, if there is a blockchain database, an artist, if he does a piece of art, he can put his data in there. And from there, every time it's being sold, it's being the data is recorded. And like that, you have a whole whole chain. Okay. Yeah, and I guess the question is also, can you use it for the old stock or the paintings that exist or only for the, you know, going forward? Absolutely, going back. And also the question of authenticity. Uh, one person in the room actually raised 
during the live series, he, he raised the, the, the problem that if you have a certificate that this art piece is a true one, do you need to mark that art piece? Do you need to put a watermark or put a sticker on it that you know that is actually the original? Or could, I mean, you could still exchange it with a fake. Right. I think once it's on a blockchain, until we have quantum computers, I guess it's safe. But uh, what about at the first entry point and connectivity to the offline world, right? It, it's probably a good technology going forward. Yeah. You've been covering entertainment business for a while. And, and also, I know that CNN Money Switzerland did founder series video uh, interviews last summer. And I think you're going to do more of that, right? Yes, absolutely. So last year, actually, I suggested that we should do more startup stories because it covers many uh, things that we want to cover at CNN in Switzerland. So it covers business, but also innovation. And usually also the entrepreneurs are interesting people to talk to. And you also get a younger audience. So we want to try to get that. So we decided that we will focus more on startups. At the WEF, I covered the pre-launch of the Startup Guide Switzerland, which is the first one. It's portraying a lot of startups that are within the field of SDG and trying to do right. good. So I covered this pre-launch and we'll definitely be doing more going forward. And I saw that you spoke to Tillman from Yova Impact Investing that I interviewed as well on the podcast. And also last summer, I think Sandra Tobler as well and many others. In the future, we used to do a lot of sit-down interviews. We'll do more short packages. So I think that's where you can feed in a podcast, can go a bit more into depth and take the time to listen yeah. to people. I think it's a different usage. Different way of communicating. Yes. So thank you, Tanya, for joining us at this live event of Voice of Fintech Live Speaker Series and good luck. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And uh, if you're curious to know more about Cinema in Switzerland, then check out our feeds.